Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Earners, what's up? Look, this episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. What's the best way to help you and your finances thrive? The answer can be overwhelming with all the financial misinformation out there. Fortunately, you can turn to NerdWallet's objective finance journalists to set things straight and help you make smart decisions with your money. I can't front. The nerds have helped me get smarter about a few things, like planning my tax bills so that I don't dread April every year, or making a budget that's balanced, not just buying sneakers and fly clothes, or saving on travel because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night or maybe a five-star dinner. Or boosting my credit score, since we all know credit is like the real-life cheat code. The nerds also explain the real impact that the latest financial headlines can have on your life. You'll get the clarity you need to make smart decisions with confidence. Smart money is the smartest way to get even smarter about money. Let NerdWallet's trusted experts untangle today's web of financial misinformation. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you? Well, thank you. Another stock related conversation. Mm-hmm. So ESPN has laid off 20 on air personalities. They it was a Valentine's Day massacre. Um, Jalen Rose. Shout out to shout out to Jalen. He is now a uh, uh, exec at the NBA PA announced today. Oh, shout that's to fire. Shout out to Jalen. Uh, a lot of people lost their jobs. Van Gundy. Van Gundy. Which one? Jeff? Will. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff. I think Jay Will's still good. Uh, Keyshawn and Max Killerman. Lost Keyshawn their Johnson, Max Killerman, a bunch of people. I thought Max had already lost Fonzo Ellis. Um, so the <laughs> crazy. So no, I shout out to Max. I love Max, bro. I thought that he lost his job already, though. He's on every day too. So ESPN. So they laid off twenty people, right? Um, so all right. How do, what does this say for the future of podcasts and broadcasting, and how does this impact Disney stock? Because they have a they have that old CEO who's now their new CEO. Bye bye, girl. And yep. um, so you know he's cutting. It's um layoffs, layoffs, right? You gotta, yeah. you gotta, you know, cut, cut the Jobs. budget. You gotta yeah. cut the budget in order to raise profitability. Mm-hmm. So um, how is this gonna impact the stock? Yeah. And also, what does this say about the future of 
broadcasting and podcasting. And um, once again, shout out to Cameron and Mace. I saw shout Cameron said that Cameron spoke about this. Did you mm-hmm. see it? What Cam said? He pretty much said how they're taking over the landscape of sports reporting. And um, this was a I'm paraphrasing. This was a sign that it's a new day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It Which was, I interpreted as, you know, this is a new new age media shows like that. You know, they really are revolutionizing sports pivot. reporting. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's 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 but the pivot's okay. a little different. The pivot is more of an interview show. Yeah. He's like real time news reporting, um, which is actually a brilliant idea. Yeah. And um, we haven't really seen that happen and been successful. Um, we have who not from our culture. But Ian, and I think you texted, but the Pat McAfee show. Pat, yeah, they have to make room for Pat. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about from our culture. Oh, not yeah. from our culture. They, yeah. And that's why it's like it's brilliant for them. And I'm glad you brought them up because a lot of credit goes to them. What he's saying is spot on. I'm ESPN is looking at it from a standpoint of like, let's find talent who's creating their own content mm-hmm. that is successful. And let's see how we can work with them. Pat McAfee is a prime example of that. Rather than paying ordinary talent, high salaries. He has an audience. He has a following. They first start him out on ESPN two with doing the Monday Night Football. Then he becomes part of the college and a college analyst, and then he gets a, a five year, eighty five million dollar deal. Why? Because he brings an audience, audience with, him. with him. That that this is the Market Monday thing. Yep. Shout out to Xander walking in the background. Good as done. So without um, a care in the world. <laughs> This is this is this is the market. This is the market Mondays play, yep. where you take traditional type of you know media news, mm-hmm. but you do it in your own way, your own spin, um, and you report it, and you 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 know, and now revolutionize the whole marketplace. So shout out to Cam and Mace for doing that. But um, yeah, all right. So what does this mean for the space, and and how is this going to affect Disney stock? Um, podcasting is about to go probably through a three or four year period of not being as popular as it was three years prior. I, I don't want to say podcast in this day, but we are going through like the 1980s version of rap is the version of podcast we're in now. There's too many people talking about and I asked it 64 times for this reason to tell people there's not a lot of money in podcasting unless you are unique. I, I went on Joe Button, I asked Charlamagne, I asked y'all how many people make a million dollars in podcasting? Not many. Why? Because everybody's talking about the same thing. Academics, Loon, Charlemagne, Joe, I want y'all to get along at some point. I know y'all not, but I would love for y'all to get along. There's too much money out here for us to be beefing. But guess what? When everyone talks about the same thing, there's no really any room for growth. The ESPN thing, a lot of them will find footing, but ESPN stopped innovating. Disney stock has a ton of issues Capital expenditures are way too high. I said it earlier. I think Disney stock will go underneath 80. If Disney ever got to like $60 and 39 cents, I would want to buy it there. I would ride it back up to 140 two and a half years later. Um, but Disney has lost its edge. And let's be very honest. I don't know the last time I proactively watched anything on ESPN for two and a half or three hours in the last five years. I haven't. Well, it's a bad business model. The television. Absolutely. Television, here's why I don't necessarily I hate the word podcast, so I never use it. I agree. But I will use it just for this sake of just using it. But I don't like the word podcast. It's very disrespectful. It devalues, um, yeah. It devalues the whole situation. Um so the business model of television is an outdated model and it costs too much money. It costs a lot of money to produce these shows. It costs a lot of money to pay the talent. Mm-hmm. And you got the lighting crew, 
and you got you know lunch and you got the makeup artist and you you know you're spending millions and millions of dollars and, and you're relying on corporate to um pay for ads um but you know it's 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 not it's, it's just not sustainable mm-hmm. so now when you can when you can do low costing content like what we do this 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 is low cost content low cost content um so there's a lot of upside to it now the corporate has to catch up and they have to apply more I actually think that the podcasting space is going to be more lucrative yep. because I think that the vast majority of, of shows will just kind of fall off because, you know, they're just nobody's going to watch them and they're just, you know, repetitive. But the few shows that are successful, the audience is going to become bigger and bigger and bigger and less money from corporate will go to traditional media mm-hmm. and more money from corporate will go to non-traditional media like podcast um so that's my theory i think that there will be more money being spent in corporate with podcasters over the next five to ten years and more and more non-traditional type of programming mm-hmm. will come you even see shannon sharp he started he started a podcast like and like i said i, I don't want to use that thing he started an independent show let's just say that he started an independent show mm-hmm. right and he's gonna do really well with that. Club Shay Shay? Yeah, Club Shay Shay. Um he does with Fox though, right? With FS1. He's it was a not, I don't know right? if it's FS1. He's, he's it was. they financed it. No, no, he, he, he's oh he's the, the club Shay Shay? They find it. Are you sure about that? I I I'll put some money up. Okay. All right. All right. Well, either either way, um, I think that you're gonna still you're gonna start seeing a lot more of that because it's just not sustainable. The business model, less and less people are watching TV, and the money is 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 not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But overall, I, th- I think Disney has a broken, well, not broken. The business model that they were using last century or last generation has to evolve, and it hasn't evolved fast enough to catch up with the demands of the consumer base now. Yeah. App great, but at some point they have to address. I think the capital expenditures, of course, are way too high. On the employee side of ESPN, but also on that real estate side, they're going to have to f- figure out at what point one of those parks they're going to have to let go of. Yeah, that costs are too cumbersome. Because the, the I'm a, of. I'm a, and everybody knows if y'all watch my, I'm a Disney shareholder. Um, and streaming was great. The numbers are great. It has slowed down. They yeah. have to figure out how to make this profitable. And we've talked to a lot of people in the industry, and they're like, "Look, streaming services, it's it's it, it's a bad business model." And nobody wants to say it because everybody thinks they're going to make money inside of it because of the things that you just alluded to, Shadi, where the amount of money that you're paying to get the content, to yeah. to pay the staff, it, it's a lot, right? With The returns are unguaranteed. On top of it, Disney, they have, I mean, Hulu, that is, you know, that's been okay for them. But they have a, a problem that they have to address before the end of the year, yeah. and that's having outstanding rights to Hulu. Right, Comcast owns a percentage of it, so they got to figure out what they're going to do with it. The other part is, yes, Bob Iger has done a great job with the company, and they had to bring him back. But what is the succession plan? No succession plan. We haven't heard it yet, and that's concerning, right? Because when we talk about, and we said this um, during the live show, is like, who's the leadership? Yep. 
like it's an uncertainty around it. So even as a shareholder, it's like, yeah, we believed in Bob's vision and we, we, I like the path of it, but now like he's here for an interim and who is the successor? Does that get announced within the next six months? Do you close it out? Because we know his term is only going to be two years and we're already six to eight months into that. So that's an issue um, that needs to be addressed, but I'm still a shareholder of it, but I believe I'm, I'm with you, Ian, um, the expenditures on top of, and it's unfortunate that people have, their jobs cut, right? The ESPN layoffs are because they're notable names, but there were 7,000 people that got laid off early in the year that we don't know their names. And those people are, are don't have a job with the company anymore. So layoffs are happening. And this is one way that people and companies, they do. It's a necessary cost for them to say, all right, how do we get more revenue? Well, we're going to have to start cutting payroll. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate. Which only lasts for so long. Uh, Disney's P ratio um, at the end of 2021 was 91. It's currently a 39 P ratio is technically still too high. Even though it's a mix of tech and commercial real estate, the P ratio to be in a safe range should be like around 22. It has a little bit more to come down, but I mean, Bob is a great CEO. I love him dearly, but like you said, like, I don't, he's going to have to extend that tenure. Um, cause I don't know any Bible. And that's another thing. Like when we had all these CEOs, remember when I told everyone, shout out to red Panda, Look at how many CEOs began to take the golden parachute. That's how you know when times are getting bad. Just like we don't have an incredible, viable, incredibly viable uh, presidential candidate, we don't have a bunch of CEOs. Like the farm system for the next brilliant CEOs, they are not there. And that's many companies. Like after these, uh, this class of CEOs begins to retire, there aren't a bunch of amazing CEOs and the wings that are providing a ton of innovation. And that's why like the alpha on Elon as crazy as he may be. Mm -hmm. uh, even with the thing that he did with Twitter this weekend, which I think is really a non-factor in the, in the long term. Um, that's why he, that stock produces a lot more alpha in comparison to Ford because he does have some genius and ingenuity, et cetera. But there are not a lot of great CEOs at this time that are leading. Uh, some what of our best companies. I, I wonder what the thoughts are, and, and Ray Rodriguez kind of read my mind here. Our thoughts are with on Adam Silver. There's been, you know, the commissioner of the NBA talks of him being a part of that succession plan and being the next CEO of Disney. It's interesting because at All Star Game uh, in Utah, one of the keynotes was mm -hmm. Bob Iger, and most people are like, well, why is the CEO of Disney here? Well, if you look at the network that hosts the finals. Uh, yep. ABT is on the property of Disney. So it makes sense. But their relationship, they might foster a succession plan. What What are your thoughts on maybe Adam Silver? I think he'd be a, a good CEO. I think they need a, a stronger management team, but I wouldn't be mad at him. For, we talked about this a couple months ago. I wouldn't be mad at him for leaving for that position. Um, I would like to see what his like five-year plan or his vision is for if he takes it over. It's clearly he has to take it in a different direction, but Adam seems to be very level-headed and also like the players seem to be favorable amongst him, which is a sign that he would probably would probably would be able to get along with the employees very well. And it seems like a very open door type CEO. So I think it could work, but outside yeah. of that, I don't see many people who could run that media company right now and turn it around. And profitability too, right? The NBA, if you look at during his tenure, has been more profitable than it was before he had it. Yep. Which is always a great sign. Speaking of yeah. profitability, can we talk about crypto? For sure. But before we do that, let's make sure they hit the like button. Yes. And share. Share with five in Baltimore. People. Baltimore, we will be. I'm coming home. I used to live in Baltimore. Um, so we are this Saturday. We're yes. speaking at 
the Wealth Summit Live. Go to ravenparish.com, Wealth Summit Live, and get your tickets. This is our first time ever doing anything in Baltimore. So looking forward, looking forward to it, man. But the Disney thing is just, you know, the last thing is just they built a very impressive company over the course of time with, you know, um, Marvel, with um, Hulu, with Disney Plus, with ESPN, with ABC, with so many different things. And that's, you know, on a business, like when you're looking at business at the highest level, that's what it's about. Just like acquiring different things, having your hat in, in a variety of, of other things. Like that's something that um, whether no matter how you feel about Disney, I think that they built one of the most impressive companies in the history of the world. And um, I guess that's why Kanye has always compared himself to Walt Disney. Yeah. Um, he really has a, a strong admiration for him um, and and the company that they have built. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what the next 20, 50 years for Disney holds. My graduates from my school being Forbes, bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.